Tim Cook walking up to the Apple flagship station, that beautiful glass uh, cube down at the uh, lower end of Central Park in New York, opening the Apple store. And then the first person comes out with the Vision Pro. He gets cheered. I'm seeing unboxing. I'm reading what people are saying. There's a few apps on there that were absolutely blowing me away. Jaden, I know you've been looking at some of these reviews. I know you've been following this. This is a huge deal, but how huge a deal is it in the world of Jaden? What's your initial take on the Apple Vision Pro? Yeah, I, I'm super excited about this. You know, I've been in, uh, I've been looking at this space for like many, many years. I actually have developed um, app like VR applications for the Meta Quest. Um, and so this is really exciting for me to see Apple jumping in the ring here. And I also think this is really exciting for AI. There is a ton of ways that AI is going to get um, integrated into this technology. And I actually kind of feel like the way AI, Apple, I honestly think did had some pretty solid timing where they kind of let Meta front run this, like the development and the awareness of this technology, um, getting it more bra broadly known, proving the market that there was a market for people to buy millions of these headsets, um, and then being able to come in and be, I know like, you know, it's definitely a little bit more of a niche product. It's kind of expensive. Um, but I think that they, they kind of let them do that. And then we have this big AI wave and it's kind of perfectly poised, I think right now to um, to, to do well. Now, that being said, I also think that they're going to face a lot of pushback um, on it. One of the biggest ones being that it's $3,500 for this headset, whereas a MetaQuest, you can get it for, you know, a few hundred dollars. So there's definitely a, a big difference there. And I mean, I do believe that there's a, the MetaQuest Pro is like 2,500 bucks. So maybe it's not too much off there. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting. One of the big places I've been seeing people talk about like the AI integrations with it is there's a bunch of new projects right now that they're pretty much like mid journey or Dolly where it's text to image, except it's text to 3d environment or 3d world. So you say, generate me a world that is, you know, there's like a castle and there's like a moat and it's like blue sky and there's grass below and a river and a stream and or it's like I'm on I'm on Mars with like all these different things and it will generate like a 3D environment. That is really cool. And I, I know a lot of I'm sure a lot of people are like, hey, whatever. But like, let me tell you, that is actually really, really impressive because one of the biggest challenges I had when getting a VR app developed was like creating the 3D environments. Um, the way you have to do that is, is really complex. So uh, essentially what we ended up doing and what you typically have to do, if I can explain this in a non-developer's terms because I'm not a developer, you essentially take a 360 degree um, image, right? And, or video. Then what you have to do is create the 3D shapes. So that's just like, you could just spin around and see everything, you know? But if you wanna create the 3D shapes, you now have to go and like create all these 3D objects. And then you have like the image or the video printed on top of the 3D object, like a skin pretty much. Anyways, it is incredibly complex, time consuming, and uh, it's a lot of work, like an insane amount of work. And then of course, there's a bunch of different tricks where you like make the horizon all just a 360 image that's separate. So it kind of moves different. Okay, all of this stuff goes into making a 3D environment, which you need 3D environments for virtually all of these tools, games, or things you're, you're creating. Um, and so when I start seeing the advancements that have come from AI and now all of a sudden Apple's like, hey, here's our headset. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so easy for everyone coming in. It's gonna be significantly easier than what I was getting games or uh, you know apps developed for this. So I'm really excited. I think there's been a lot of breakthroughs that are gonna make this more possible. What I would love to ask you about Connor is like, yeah. What do you think the viability, because this is the big thing Meta pushed, was like yep. the, the workspaces kind of apps. Like, what do you think the, 
the likelihood of having a team get together all wearing their Apple um, Vision Pros and be in like one of these team meetings and, and talking, but like all virtual. Do you think this you know, will happen? So the viability question, I think is probably everything. I don't know, unless this is sort of like Apple's, uh, you know, moment to say, hey, we're also in the AI game kind of thing, you know, because they haven't really put out a ton, even though I know behind the scenes they're doing a ton. The the viability thing, Jane, to me is, I don't know if it's the number one thing or not. Like, I don't know if this is just one of those things where, uh, you know, everybody sort of like puts out their their huge, whatever the opposite of a minimum viable product is, you know, and sort of saying like, hey, if you have, you know, $10,000, you can buy the first VCR and you can watch movies in your house, like that kind of thing, right? And then eventually it becomes viable in terms of the mass public. Vision Pro is feeling a little bit like that to me. So what I'm hearing is just kind of anecdotally, because Jaden, we live in an anecdotal world, man, right? I mean, like there's so there's there's some reviews, but even those reviews are just based on the experience of that person. So I'm hearing that it's like super clunky, like super heavy, you know, like heavy, yeah, uh, like you know, just like really uncomfortable to wear in a way that Quest probably isn't. That's number one. But on the other hand in those, you know, whatever half 30 minutes that you are able to wear it, it's really just totally phenomenal. So I'm just trying to figure out like at $3,500, like who's doing this. And secondly, you know, Jaden, as you, it's a great question about the teams, because it reminds me a little bit about the problem with generative AI. So I do a lot of training on, on generative AI, right, as you know, and, you know, there's this expression that says, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, you know what I mean? Meaning like, just get stuff out there. And in a way, I think generative AI is the opposite, like the good is the enemy of the perfect. So in other words, when I'm like training people, you know, I'll teach them to do a couple of things and they'll, they'll be so blown away that it's like giving like a really bad bicycle to somebody running a marathon. They're like, that's unbelievable. This is all, the only vehicle I'll ever need. I'm like, wait a minute. We only got to, we didn't get to the good bikes or the bad cars or the rocket ships or the planes, all this stuff that's just as easy to uh, navigate. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so yeah. in something like this, like, I'm just wondering, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of a little bit worried that, you know, when they put out a product like this, like people are and they say, oh, you're going to be able to use it in the workplace and in teams. I feel like people with Zoom or, or Microsoft Teams, especially now with AI built in and it's taking meeting notes for you, people are like this is all I'll ever need. And meanwhile, people who are trying things like VR, are like, guys, you have to try this. It's a wildly different thing. People are like we're good. Microsoft Teams now takes notes for us, you know. So I'm just wondering, do you think people have to experience this? Because right now it does not seem viable to me, but that's just my take. So, so yeah, I, I would say, I, would say I think it's pretty early stages. I think Apple has some things to get worked out. One of the biggest things that I've seen criticized of it is people saying like, this just doesn't have like enough applications for it to be like a serious product that like I would want to buy or use. I mean, it's 3,500 bucks. It's not just like, it's not nothing, you know? Um, but, but another thing that I think is really interesting is people are complaining. They're like, you know, Spotify is refusing to make an app for it. And like Fortnite is refusing to make an app with it. Honestly, it's, that's like one thing that brings me, I don't know, a little bit of like gleeful joy. I know it's, it probably sounds bad, but it's like as someone that has created apps and spent a lot of time in that environment, self-pods, right, that, that I created some number one AI life coach, that is an app and you have to give um, 15% of all the money you make to Apple. And I know there's lots of people with different opinions on that. Some people are like, 
you're on the ecosystem, ecosystem, whatever. Like, I hear that. <laughs> okay, it's still a big, like, line item. And when you, like, me, whatever, little me with my, like, AI company, that's fine. But, like, you talk about Spotify, and they're, like, let's say they pull in a billion dollars. And, by the way, if you make more than a million dollars, you have to give 30%. So they pull in a billion dollars. They have to give 300 million to Apple. And then Apple has their very own competitor, which is Apple Music. So, like, you're literally giving 30% of your revenue to your competitor. It just feels... Feels, like, dude, like, that, dude that, that feels like that, feels like that violates something. something. So anyways, so anyways I, completely I completely understand the Spotify, Spotify angle, angle um, not wanting not to build on there. And I think, I don't know what they do. I feel like the solution would be like, you know, like lay back a little bit. Say, hey, you know, it's a 10% fee or a 7.5% fee. We're just going to make this like reasonable. Like we don't want to, but of course it's it's making them billions of dollars. So Apple, I think processed last year or the year before $1.1 trillion in payments on the App Store. Like they're not, they're not giving up. They have a stranglehold and they're not going to give up that. But then I think it'll, it'll make it suffer in terms of development until maybe it hits a critical mass and people just have to develop because they feel like they're missing out. I don't know. I just feel like there's probably not very much goodwill towards Apple from developers. That's probably yeah. what I'm getting at. Um, That's actually people such a might good do point. it because they yeah. feel like they are going to miss out on opportunity, but there's no goodwill. They're not doing it because they're like, yeah, I want to support the ecosystem, you know? But this is the thing about the, about the goodwill and also a new opportunity. Like VR feels very different from the Apple ecosystem. And maybe it's because Meta has already kind of captured the market to a certain extent. Yeah. No, I don't mean completely, but they already have a product where there's not okay yes android is a phenomenal competitor to iphone i i'm not trying to diminish it but iphone already had captured so much of people's like ecosystem especially when you're doing phone to watch to uh laptop to ipad and everything else there is and and right all these apps are furious at apple i mean like you remember the whole fortnite thing whenever it was a year or two ago or whatever where fortnite like they had this giant like lawsuit kind of going back and forth and you know fortnite was going to come off the iphone Etc. For exactly these reasons, like these companies are like, you know, huge, and they're like, why am I giving a third over to Apple? And I just feel like, you know, Meta is sort of a kind of a quiet player in this. I doubt Meta is very far from creating something like the Vision Pro, right? And like, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, like Meta is really going down the capture the market, uh, you know, driveway here. Because if you think about what they're doing, it's all like open source, all that kind of stuff. I've done a lot of like in-depth looking into sort of like, how is Meta actually making money on this? Because they lost a ton of money on the metaverse so far. They're only like now the Wall Street darling because they've made such giant cuts. Uh, so yeah. that's not exactly the same thing. Uh, that's like sort of like cutting weight by not eating. You know, it's like doesn't really, it's not super sustainable. But here's the thing about Meta. If Meta can come in and say, hey, listen, put your apps over here and, you know, and we'll charge you, you know, whatever, 5% or something like that. All of a sudden you have Spotify, Fortnite, like these mega, mega companies going over there. So this is just a prediction. I don't have any insight or anything like that. But can't you see something like that happen where there's actually like a legit competitor to Apple in the hardware space? Yeah, yeah I think I think, I think Meta, Meta wanted, wanted they, they there was rumors that they were going to make a phone back in the day and then of course like Microsoft, Google and Apple all made like their own ecosystems. Microsoft pulled out because the Windows phone was a failure. Um but Android kind of won as a second place. So I think that yeah, it's going to be a Meta versus there may be Android, but I feel like they they've lost. I think it's going to be a Meta versus Apple in the in the spatial, spatial computing, computing, in the VR, VR space. space. Um, uh, and I think and that, I think uh, yeah, I think, yeah, Apple's, I think Apple's coming in coming strong. strong. Okay, here's my one thing I will say about Meta from, from my experience developing apps. apps. They do they have do their have own their problems. problems. And the problem with Meta, Meta 
like, like I, tried I tried so, so freaking hard. hard. I hired a developer. We worked I, to this day, like I say, I developed an app. We, it's, it's not launched. It's not live on the, on the meta store because every time we would submit it, they'd be like, and Apple does this too. So I'm not like this. There's no criticism on this aspect of it. They're like, oh, you have to change like the font on this. And oh, you can't say this this way. Like they, they all have like the little criticisms and nitpicking of like what they want your app to do or like change. So we would like change it, resubmit it, change it, resubmit it. But the problem with meta, between every, every resubmit, resubmit was, was three, three to five, to five months, months of review. Of review. <laughs> so at, at, at some point after submitting three <laughs> updates to them over the course of a year, I kind of just gave up and was like, okay, forget this. Like, so Apple will do the same thing where they'll send you like three or four revisions that you got to go like through and fix all the things to match all the stuff they want that they want, but uh, Apple can do it the next day, right? They got a ton of people reviewing these apps. They're like, hey, okay. do this the next day. You can like get it up you can submit again or get it approved. But because it was taking like months between them, it, it was over a year of development. And I was like, okay, sorry guys. Like I can't keep paying developers to create this thing that you guys haven't even approved. So I don't know if Meta got their kinks worked out. This was about it. I think about a year ago, the last time I tried to submit to the, the Meta store. So there are some, and actually I have no idea why, like if Meta really is spending, like they said, they're going to spend like a billion or $10 billion a year or something crazy on their metaverse. Like, just, just freaking, freaking approve my, my app. app. But anyways, that's that's a different uh, a different story. Okay, but one thing I will say in that regard, Meta could have seriously capitalized on this whole AI wave if they were quick to approve apps. They could have had thousands of AI apps on there that did all sorts of really cool, exciting things. But if they still have that slow time, and I have a friend that works over and over there at Meta, and he's like, yeah, that's just how it is. So if they're, if they're just still being slow there, then I think there's space for Apple to come in if they can take their rapid app approval process to virtual reality. They, they might still be able to uh, give Meta a serious run for their money, even though they're more expensive and Meta's already has so much more market share. But that's the thing, like it's, and the expensive part is, I mean, $3,500 is like, you know, kind of a bad, like used car, right? I mean, like that is just like, people have to really know what they're getting. It's, you can't just have something where you test it out. I mean, I think that's where like, you know, Rabbit is doing pretty well. Like the little, the device, the R1, you know, it's, you know, 199 bucks. People are like, well, you know what, let me just try that out. You yeah. know, like it's, it's one of these things where a lower price point, and I get it. Apple kind of feels like, look, we're the only game in town to a certain extent, except for the, the quest. But, you know, I, I just don't know who's paying it. I mean, again, maybe I'm just so far out of that world, but like, I just don't know who's uh, paying this, especially because it is a very hard thing to um, show people what it really, really does. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it's by definition, sort of like a first person point of view kind of thing. I, Again, they, I think they're selling a ton, so I'm clearly wrong on this. I just, I'm just trying to. F I'll be very curious to sort of see what the tweets are that come out. Like, I mean, the Rabbit R1. The only things I've seen have come out have been like bad about actual usage of it. Like, it takes like 30 seconds to upload like anything. It's just like kind of a nightmare. So I'm like, okay, let's see like some real demos for some real people and hear what real people have to say about it. I'm withholding judgment because $3,500 is crazy expensive. Yeah. yeah, and, uh, and uh, I, will say, I will say on that, on it's $3,500. You get 256 gigs of storage on it. If you want to insert prescription lenses, which is cool, that's another 150 bucks. Reading lenses is $100. Um, you could, they, their travel case, they sell for $200. Uh, they have a $50 battery pack holder. All of the little upgrades you could do to this thing could cost $4,600. So it could get kind of expensive depending on what you do with it. But that being said, Morgan Stanley's predicting they're going to ship 400,000 units 
Uh, so far, I think they had around 160 to 180,000 that they sold, but those are kind of the diehard Apple fans. So I'm, and you know, testers and people wanting to get on this first. So I'm excited to see where this goes. It'll be very interesting, but I think time will tell if the Vision Pro is a, a moonshot or a flop. So we'll definitely keep everyone updated on that. Yeah, no, I think so too. And listen, like I'm, I'm dying to try it. So Jaden, I vote that you out of the two of us grab one and uh, let's see how it goes. All right. Sounds good. I'll do it for the team. Um, Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into the podcast today. Hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day. If you enjoyed the podcast, we would love it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your reviews. Uh, We we do it for you um, so that you will give us a review. That's what what it's all about. But I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk later.